morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Everybody, welcome. And thank y'all for tuning in. Radio Radio Bandit Hour. That's right. We're dyslexic tonight. I can never say that word to save my day. We're going to be the RBH. We're, we're having a lot of problems tonight, folks. Welcome to the Bandit Radio Hour. <laughs> so is the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to get... All right. Well, we're going to finally revisit some uh, current events tonight. But we're going to start it off like we always do. Merce, what the hell have you been doing? Let me I guess... Was- planting melons and losing money in the stock market and probably miscellaneous other things as well. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Or the miscellaneous other things. Oh, dude, you're like legit starting a farm. Oh, I'm planting blueberries. Yeah. And I don't know anything about blueberries. And, and what else are you planting? Lavender. <laughs> well, you haven't ordered that I'm yet. planting the, like, just the, the, the fruitiest, the fruitiest oh. things there are. Although, like, aren't we turning into older men where it's like, I appreciate a nice garden. <laughs> like, No. Money. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't like blueberries. I don't care for the smell of lavender. But I will sell it to anybody that wants it. You got melons too, right? Yep. Oh yeah, those are also growing. And do you, I'm literally trying to farm my way through law school. Do do you do do you like watermelons? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Cool. I. I, yeah, I you I know. Like, I like. I like cow. I I follow a lot of like uh, you know surprise surprise like the libertarian or like off-grid stuff and like there's a lot of homesteading stuff and i always see this like we grew our pumpkin and harvested it tonight and me and my two oh, daughters are pumpkins too right, well, for like, Halloween. I, I like i love the soulless like why are you doing this merce money <laughs> yeah no there's no other reason behind it money first why are you being a lawyer to serve some justice in the world and even things out Money. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it for the community. Yeah, there you go. And uh, to give back. Yeah. yeah. You'd make Ayn Rand proud. Do you know who that is? No, but I was going <laughs> to smile like that and hope you didn't call me out on it. They don't know if you're smiling or not, so it's great. But uh, no, she was a crazy... Uh, I, she was like right about some stuff, definitely. But she was like off her freaking rocker the other direction. It's like she escaped Soviet Russia. Uh, like whenever she was a really little girl and came over here to the United States and she figured out they're like, how'd you leave? And she was like, I ran. <laughs> well, her name's I and I a Y N then Rand. But oh, yeah, I like your joke. I wish her name was spelled like you. It doesn't matter, but whatever. Um, no. So she got the hell over here and she said the number one thing that was wrong with, uh, the USSR was the same thing. That's wrong with pretty much any government that there's ever been. And she said, people stop being selfish and they do things for the good of others. And I'm like, oh, that kind of sounds like wrong, like how you put it. It, But she goes, no, no, no. Like, if you want to give to, like, the homeless or the needy, you do it because you want to. Don't do it because someone's saying, vote for me and we'll do that. You do it with your stuff and that'll make the world, like, atrocities are committed when you do it on for the better good of everybody else. Uh, but then she'd go on to say, like, actually, you would probably like a lot of her stuff. She's like, if you give money to homeless people, you're hurting, you're hurting them. You need to let them starve so they'll learn their lesson. And I'm like... Okay, I yeah, that's, that's basically my <laughs> philosophy there, it's, which is dark, but it's kind of like the stray dog problem. Don't get me wrong. I think if you're able-bodied and like you're just being a lazy ass, 
yes, of course. Like, yeah, get, get your lazy ass up and uh, produce more than you consume. Very easy ratio you can work out there. Uh, if there's something afflicting you, I'm like, maybe we should, like, help that person. Not with the government, but, like, maybe, you, not me, I don't have the time. But someone else should. That'd be nice if they do it, if they want to do it. And they, well, we had G. Pierce Wood, but they closed that down. Oh, yeah, G. Pierce. I was like, what government agency is that? And I'm funny like, farm. That's a local reference. <laughs> that's a very local reference. That's a, uh, yeah, what, it was the... For it was lack. like the mental hospital, essentially. The, of the, the, the one that you check in, but you can't leave on your own free will. The kind that did, and this was in our small town, and I think it was open until the 90s? Yeah, I remember it, I want to say it was elementary or early middle school, and they are talking about it closing down, yeah. and people like, you know, because a lot of people like had jobs there. And, and they stuff. used to do like psychoshock therapy, and they... uh one of the other things I heard about it was like, you know, like back probably in, probably performed the last lobotomy. In the, in the <laughs> it's illegal now. Ah, well, you're in line anyways, Jimmy. We can <laughs> squeeze one more in. Scramble, scramble, scramble. Good enough for a president's daughter. Good enough for you. Uh, Kennedy's. Yeah, they, they did that. Did there? How dare you think for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are you being weird? <laughs> but, uh, that was my like. Only... You have your own thoughts, blast <laughs> But no, I I also heard something about G Pierce Wood, and this was like I don't think this was solely in our small town, but it was like back in the fifties, and like a guy could show up and like, yeah, my wife's gone crazy. I'm throwing her in here, and she's like, I haven't gone crazy. You're just kind of being an abusive asshole. And he's like, see what I mean? She's gone crazy. <laughs> like. <laughs> I can see both sides in some arguments, yes. Yeah, I mean, say, there's nothing I can say that's not going to come off wrong. Yeah, but no. But was, I can't say they weren't either. <laughs> isn't who's right just subjective? No, too, too, and you know, it's like this place had this reputation and everybody in town was just like, that's fine. Yeah, just like the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's poop on the walls, but... That's been here, but things don't need to change. Last time they tried to change, there was a war. <laughs> Not really. I don't know why it closed. I don't know if it had, like lost funding or because it was like planned. Like it wasn't just like one day they pulled the plug or something like. Yeah. catastrophic happened at least not that i heard of i think it was a mix of like losing funding and the facilities weren't doing good but we don't know we're speculating we don't know what we're and then it was like uh, then i had some people because i used to have a runway mm. near there i used to fly mm. off and then it was like you see in articles it was like dubbed like the little lost hidden city because it was like its own yeah. little city it had in there. its own houses and people that... would go like explore it and have videos of all the abandoned stuff and then i got like phone Dude, calls if... my mom told me that back when she was in the, I think, like, this just popped in my head, I think it was, like, the first or second grade, she had a best friend who lived out there, like, as you know, her parents were, like, Yeah, the doctors had houses, yeah. like, around near it. And uh, my mom says, yeah, I remember us getting in her bathing, in our bathing suits and going to the pool and seeing, like, the people inside looking out the windows at us. Going like, hey, and she's like, hi, everybody, and like going to the fuck, just blatantly. Yeah, in her. hindsight, that one probably wasn't good. No, it's uh, like it's like wagging a stake in front of a dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, she's still here, still kicking, still gets in. I'm not gonna say that next part. Uh, but anyways, uh, one thing. Hey, I, like this popped in my head while you were saying that. One correction to last week. I might have been completely off my rocker, wrong about something, and I'm just gonna go ahead and like get into it. Uh, everything I said about Myaka and there being development all the way between two state roads, yada yada yada, eminent domain. 
big chance absolutely none of that's happening. And it was just some Mayakid redneck running his mouth and didn't know what he was talking about. Surprise, surprise. Irony's not lost on me <laughs> me saying that. Uh, but uh, Or did they get wind of you blowing the whistle may, and uh, had may, to cover uh, it up? Maybe that's it. Well, I know I talked to my father, who's like the premier surveyor of the county, who's in the Frankenstein neck race right now. He's doing better, doing a lot better. I was happy to see that. But I'm like, hey, uh, Pops, you know about the surveyings and developings going on in Manatee County, right? And he's like, yeah. Said, All right. Um, what's going on in Mayaka with this huge development and eminent domain? And he goes, uh, what are you talking about? The government just bought like a lot of land all the way to my Mayaka uh, Wachula Road. And he goes, like, you know what part? Like, how big? I'm like, dude, it's supposed to be huge. Like, you know, I described him, what I described to y'all. He goes, that hasn't happened. <laughs> Yet? Yeah. Well, I was like, has there been a meeting on it? As it goes, he goes, listen, he goes, I, I've heard of like eminent domain, like going crazy in other parts of the country. He goes, our county really has like a pretty good grip on it. Like, like, he goes, the only time I've seen it is, like, for roads and for, like, the stuff. He goes, I've never really seen it go, cr- like, stuff you see in New York where they're like, no, you can't build here because the county's buying it. And that, but we're going to sell it to a real estate development in favor of the county. Is it, is it China or is it Japan? I've seen the stuff that, you know, as crazy as their laws are, I don't think they have an imminent domain. I mean, I could be wrong. But have you seen, like, where there's, like, like houses and they've had, like, build the interstates? Like around, around the house. them, or they have to build like a bridge over them because they. It wouldn't they won't surprise sell. me if that was Japan. Okay, I would say I would say China. They just bulldoze you with you in the house, but the Japanese culture, like growing up, outside of the amazing Dragon Ball Z, I hated like everything anime and all that. I still don't really like it. It still looks too. When I say too foreign to me, I don't even mean like. Oh, like a foreigner from Europe or a foreigner from Mexico. I'm like, no, this stuff looks like from an alien plant. Like this yeah. culture is There's, so. I never really think God bless them and everything. There's some I remember I've watched and I, I didn't care for, it, but it was when I was younger. I didn't realize it was actually anime. It was yeah. just like a. I just considered like their drawings, which yeah. I guess it is, but it was like normal. It was just like mm. their type of draw. Like basically, yeah. if it was on like the cartoons, the other cartoons, it, right? I didn't it was that thrown anime. in the mix. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but no, the, there's like in, in Japan, like their, their culture and their customs are so different than ours. Like their legal drinking age, I think it's like 18. And I can't remember who told me this. Maybe it's full of shit, like a crazy Mayakin, but, uh, they have like vent, the, their drinking age is 18, but they have alcohol vending machines, like on street corners that don't ID you. There is like, you know, you, if you buy underage, you bring great shame. Well, yeah. And like, literally they don't do it. Like they just don't nobody. Everyone's like, I feel I'm like not. the, like a lot of the people, like the big stipulation you know, in the United States is the drinking. It's the, you gotta be 21. It's the waiting. Mm-hmm. It's the fun to do it, to sneak it. Oh yeah. Like look at Europe. They just go ahead and make it normal from the get go. Although Europe's full of a bunch of drunks. <laughs> Because we got a bunch of Irish, but uh, uh, Irish, uh, uh, Spain, they like they take like lunch naps. Oh yeah, well, they they have like a post lunch nap like session. Like so, one thing the native work, Mexicans were like, like part of the right. day, yeah. Like they go, they have like wine at lunch, and then oh. they go take a nap. Oh, dude, the Mexicans I always worked with on the ranch. They were like, we will, during our lunch, we will eat for ten minutes, and we get a fifty minute nap, like on the dot, then up and back to work. And I'm like, how? 
When I say a lunch, I don't mean like they eat crackers or something. Like their wife cooked them a feast and they scarf it down. That's and, how it is in the melon field. They yeah. sit there and they, like, they'll pull out just all the tinfoil and the tamales. And it's the, so delicious. Like, the tacos. Do they ever offer it to you? Uh, no. Oh, they don't like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, I'm the white guy up in the tractor. Yeah, they're like, kiss my ass away. Well, they it's also not... don't speak, most of them don't speak English right. in the first place, so. You hablo poquito I speak ranch Spanish. I speak ranch Mexican. I know enough to know when they're really mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more nonverbal cues. Yeah. Like, oh, I better watch my back. <laughs> oh, Raul, you're talking uh, rather loudly. You might want to turn that volume down. <laughs> I kill you, Ero. <laughs> tu muerto. I don't know shit. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. What the hell? So what? We got into that. All came off of what the hell you were doing this week. It's been nice. It's been a. It's been a week. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. I've like moved on. So like a service tractors. We're trying to fertilize and herbicide at the same time. Just mix it all in one tank and let it go. Uh, and you know, herbicide that doesn't kill the grass. And, uh, uh, so like 2,4-D and stuff? Yep, 2,4-D mixed it with some... I need to do that, but I can't because there are peppers planted right beside where our hayfield and stuff is. Eh, be all right. Just get downwind. Mm, not risking that. <laughs> not risking buying like 100 acres worth of peppers. Uh, but no, we're doing it like on the isolated part of our property. Uh, so I've, I've got to do that. Uh, there's been like a concern lately. You know, we had to work our cows pretty hard, like bring them to the pens a lot. Doing wrong. It hasn't been like a lot of them dying, but it's been just slightly more than usual. It's been like you know I told y'all the uh, last week about the one that laid down with it. Right. It died. Um, so I'm right around today. And I see one on the ground by itself, away from the cows. Same scenario. And she's an old cow, and I'm like, ah, damn it, mama. And I go, I pull up in my truck, and I, I look at her, and she goes and tries to get up on her back legs, and gets makes it like to almost halfway up. And then sits back down. I see like a big pile of crap behind her from where she's been sitting there. Well, I talked to the boss lady. <clears throat> she says, if it's old, you know, go ahead and put it down. I'm like, all right. And uh, I've driven my truck up to her like at two different points to that, that like within 30 minutes. And both times she's kind of gotten up and just laid back down. I go, all right, mama, time to send you off to the next life. And load my 22 and step out of the truck. And, but, and me stepping out of the truck must have given her an adrenaline boost because her scraggly ass stood all the way up and just started like gangly walking like rearing her head and i'm like 10 feet away from her oh oh god (laughs) and just crawl like nascar that shit back into the driver's seat of my truck i didn't do that i opened the i opened the door and like jumped around real quick and jumped in and she just kind of ran by my down the side of my truck didn't hit it but and straightened back up and started walking towards the water hole that was like 200 yards away and I was like alright you're good you're good keep going all she had to see was that shiny thing in your so, hand that or me on foot and yeah. just uh, nope 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 yep that's ain't happening it's like that family guy where they go to put down the horse, <laughs> and the horse you put some weight on it <laughs> the horse turns around breaks the guy's leg and pulls the shotgun on him for being fantastical and completely non-making sense, they do a good job of it. Oh, 100%. Like I said, I feel like they could just do away with the story and just be a, just a whole, just cut away. Yeah. Because that's, I haven't watched that show and like sat down and watched that show in probably like five years. 
And but it feels like they almost have a cutaway for any situation. The stupid, you know, I've really, I, I'm watching more and more shorts and TikTok-like videos, and I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. It's, and unfortunately, I think it, it's not just you, but I think unfortunately, like most of the media and stuff that yeah. you have access or is getting like sent your way is that. It's just shorter and shorter. I tell you, like, uh, if I'm being honest, I don't know, maybe I flip through five or six and find one decent one I like. But if it's a family guy little thing, I'm like, oh, they just not, they, they are made to knock this short format yeah, out. I think of the people park. just use those because, like, oh, this is a way I can rack up some serious views. Dude, half of them you see, it's like they're recording. A TikTok reaction to another guy doing another thing. And it's like four channels removed from the original recording. I think that's how they're trying to get around the... Dude, it's almost... I'm sorry to sound like the twat in class, but it's like... You'd almost just rather do the work instead of working that hard to not do the work. I don't know. We're being jackasses and throwing our thoughts out there. I mean... I mean, they have like a hundred thousand views, and we get like a hundred. You ain't gotta say the number but out I, loud, but, dude. I mean, but I mean, that was just the last episode. We do have some videos in uh, over ten thousand. Yeah, we do. Uh, actually, but what was uh, the fuck? The icing on the cake was your what? How many views did your Twitter video get that you made off of uh, them uh, finding Joe Biden's not Joe Biden's what's his name's computer? Oh, the laptop. Hunter oh, Biden. yeah, hundred. That one, like, that one was super viral on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Like, I think we were like a quarter million or something yeah, on yeah. there. That's pretty neat. That was that, and I was like, oh, I get why social, why people are saying social media might be a problem. This feels really good. Yeah, but hey, for right now, we're yeah. we're relevant for thirty seconds. The way we were, but uh, dude, I, we've kind of like had talks off air of like what you know. If we're eventually gonna like make money at this, should like we kind of watch what we say or whatever? I'd rather never. I'd rather talk to a hundred people about how I honestly feel about shit than ten thousand about what I don't. Ew. Which, hey, by the way, side note: this stuff I genuinely and honestly feel could totally change in a heartbeat tomorrow. Just that. What What did Thomas Sal say? Like uh, a man. Equality is such a myth. A man isn't even equal to himself on different days of the week. Like the same man on a Monday is not equal to himself on a Friday when it comes to work. I feel like you read that on the bottom of like a Snapple lid. No, I mean, it <laughs> might as well have been. It was on a Facebook That's scroll. That's like, like an inspirational like. No, it's like really. It, it meant equality is It's a human rationale to try to. Make sense of something you can't possibly make sense of. I mean, even if you say these two things are equal in weight, you get down to the atoms. They're different. They're, but our mind just does a... Like, there is a difference in their weight. I guarantee it. Right. Unless you get something on the atomic scale. And then maybe at that, there might even be things we don't know about that may, still makes them unequal. But aside from getting down that really complicated rabbit hole, I don't know how I did it. Quality. Uh no, anyways. Uh, what the hell? Well, so uh, that was my cow death, non-death go wrong, but it got me thinking. You know, we talked about a couple episodes ago, like the good deaths that like a ranch kind of gives to animals as compared to like nature. You know, like we get, to, well, don't get to, we put things out of their misery with a quick bullet most times, thousand times greater than anything in this nature. Is, this is where uh, why PETA loves us. 
this is the part where we're going to like really be brazenly honest with people. Uh, it doesn't always go according to plan. Uh, there's, no. there's, <laughs> there's, when it comes to ranching and farming, just go ahead and take that and chunk it out the window. There's whoopsie daisies that just crush your heart. And I, don't, I don't care how manly of a dude like you are, how, how much you kick ass or whatever. If you make like a gut shot on a deer, like there can't be a part of you that just doesn't, unless you're a psychopath, that just doesn't go like, man, I just did something really wrong. Yeah. Like I just, it's like, a, it's like a, my, my bad. Yeah. I would have rather missed the damn thing. Yeah. I'd rather not shot. I'd rather done a hundred things. Than I, honestly, like, like when I've shot does or stuff here lately, the last few times I've, I've gone hunting, I just aim for like headshots. Cause I yeah. figure I either, I'm either going to miss or that's noble night, night termite. That's why I don't want to bow hunt. And like the guys that do bow hunt and like kill the damn thing within, even if it's within five minutes, like it's not that bad of a death. You get shot with a stick and you go lay down in a bush and relax. That's better than, other things uh but all right so let's start off with you let's let you break the ice uh, what's well, a bad what's a bad farm death I, I i saw a calf get hit by a bush hog tractor mower oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh god well yeah it was tall grass and Oops. the irony is my father's the one that hit it and it was a pure accident, but he had warned me like two days before. It's tall you gotta, grass. you gotta watch out where these calves are. This tall grass. He had to he's talk like, shit. He's like, you can be on, you can't be on your phone. You have and it was no sooner, like the next day or doing something. He, I was on the ranger, and I was heard. I, I heard the tractor shut off or whatever. And I come right. Heard up. the mower catch. Well, I didn't. I remember heard the mower. You know, because you hear stuff like whatever. But I heard the just it the mower disengage. Uh, and then I heard the tractor shut off. And so I went, like, riding over there. Oh, uh, I've never done that. <laughs> like, uh, like, I haven't seen a lot of the boys, but picture a scene from the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was just kind of like a, oh, it was a little guy. I might just leave you hanging on that story and not tell any of my own. It wasn't intense. That was really bad. It was bad. Okay. okay, For telling bad stories, I guess I got to own up to like one of mine. Um, This was like, I'd been hunting a bunch of times, but this was like, I I didn't kill a deer until I was like nine or 10 years old. And that was a spike. Uh, It might've been, yeah, I was 10. It was like when I was 12 or 13. I'm hunting with my brother, Matt. And we see like a nice six point. He goes, oh, Josh, that, that's it, man. Go ahead and, you know, drop it. And I pull out my rifle and I shoot it. And dude, I think I shot it like right behind the shoulder. And, you know, where if you don't hunt, like that's the sweet, that's one of the sweet spots to hit them where they die quick. Cause you either hit a lung or you hit a heart. And there's very unlikely chance you're like going to miss a vital organ and they're going to die pretty quick. Uh, so I shoot him and he, uh, I think he took a couple steps and then he fell down. And my brother goes like, dude, way to go, Josh. Great shot. And uh, we, he goes, let's, let's give it a minute, you know, let it die. So before we don't scare it, I'm like, all right, give it a minute. We go walking up. Um, and he's like, all right, let's, uh, and it's like, starts like we see it still breathing. It's going, Ugh. and he goes, all right, put it, go ahead and put it out of its misery. So I, I got a bolt action gun. So every time you pull the trigger and shoot a bullet, you got to rack another bolt, bullet. Um, I go and I put the, like, you know, I'm standing like five feet away, pulled my rifle up. Aim at the head, and I go. I pull the trigger and shoot. And right when I do, it moves its head, like just kicks back, and I shoot the dirt. And I go, damn it! Reload, pull it up again, get a little closer, 
go to shoot. Like, dude, like a cartoon, it moves its head down. Boom, shoot right over its head. And I'm like, come on. And I can't remember if I did this or if my brother did this. But one of us, I can't remember if he goes, let me see the gun and I'm going to do it. But either way, one of us goes to shoot, like puts the barrel right up by the head. And right before we shoot, it moves its head and we blow its jaw off. And then it's just kind of shooting blood out. Uh, pretty graphic. And then we freak out and uh, he pulled out his pistol. I'm pretty sure and shot it that multiple times and then it died. Oh, dear. I think we're going to cut all this shit out. <laughs> uh yeah, fun, fun, fun times. Yeah. Hunting season's over. Yeah. So Spring gobblers here. Oh, yeah, no, back turkeys. Yeah. Although, yeah, that's going to be, that's, I'll tell you what, that's going to be a secret stash that we put away and y'all might. No, be, I'm going to let it ride because that's right. a lot more editing. <laughs> oh, you got to do this by tomorrow morning. Yeah. So, no, it's in there. All right. It was accidents and uh, if nothing else, it's why we strive to be better. Congratulations, everybody. If you made it through this part of the podcast, it is smooth sailing from here out. That, that or, com- or it means you're a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, or, or that. Join us in the club. So, And by the way, this ain't like, uh, this ain't stuff that like rednecks go and brag to their buddies about. This is like stuff like, oh, this is going to darken my soul forever. I'm so sad. Uh, oh, you have nightmares. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's bad. But um, anyways, farm life. Awesome. Kick ass. On to current events. Merce. What's been new with the news? How's uh, your stocks doing? They're on fire, yeah. as usual. Thank you, Federal Reserve, for once again just existing. Yeah. And so what What exactly... What? Give me the... Inflation me- wasn't transitory. They can't get it under control. They're going to have to hike rates higher for longer. Uh, we're basically going into recession. Now, there hey, is let, no let, soft landing. Let's start, let's start with the first thing you said. Uh, it turns out inflation is not transitory. What you mean by that is they were saying like, oh, this inflation's just, just a... We just deal with it for a little while. We just got to buff it out. Yeah. Like, just buff it out and it'll be right back to normal. Which and, we probably could have if the government would have stopped spending and, just ungodly amounts of money. Yeah. More more money than you could ever imagine. Uh, but then, you know, we had the third child, Ukraine, so... But we got rid of the second child, Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, that one died in a plane crash. But hey, we'll get to all that humanitarian. Oh, speaking of plane crashes, did you see the plane crash in Winter Haven? No. Two planes crashed into each other and land in a lake. Two people are dead. I don't know if there's other ones. Was it just small aircraft? Yeah, one was a little float plane, and uh, one was like another little... Oh, float plane, like water plane. Yeah. Yeah. And then one was like a little uh, force, another like four-seater plane that hit each other and fell in a lake. Man, I fifth thought with all these uh, air traffic controls and regulations, that should... I'm not, that's a strong well, man to say that should never happen. Most but. of Central Florida is uncontrolled airspace, so there wouldn't be... You don't talk to people. You're, it's, it's on you to look out. You know how many times... Like, I've had extremely close calls just flying around in a crop duster. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, you'd be flying It's just anarchy in the skies. Yeah, there's no, it, there's no rules. I like it. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Why didn't I become pilot? It's, it's more like, <laughs> what are the odds? Two are in the same place at the same exact time. It is way scarier and way more common than you think. I don't know how many times I've been flying along, but, oh, God! <laughs> you see the other guy's sunglasses as you go by. Y'all both make a little face at I each other. I watched my like... buddy almost get smoked by a Harrier. We are outside of uh, Cherry Point. Hey, 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 what's a Harrier? 
Like Oops. the jet that can vertically take off from like oh, the 90s. Oh, really? We're outside of Cherry Point. The one that can be standing still and just go yeah, straight not up? Yeah, the new F-35s, but yeah. the old, like, original one. Right. We were flying outside of Cherry Point, um, which is, like, all the military bases around doing spraying. And he was, like, ahead of me a little ways. And we've been coming across. And where we've been flying at, it's, like, active. I mean, there's military everywhere. And we actually had to wait for, like, the the zone to be, like, cooled down or wherever it's going. And all of a sudden, like, I see one Harrier come by, like, kind of high, and this other one comes, like, screaming by low. And my buddy, he's on the, the mic, he's like, he almost effing hit And you're not supposed to cuss on the radio. It's like, almost effing hit me. And, like, uh, it was insane. I was like, I was like, that was sketchy. He's like, yeah, his helmet was red and white. <laughs> oh, man. That's, ooh, ooh. But I about watched my buddy go boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no thank you. And, yeah, it's, what, like, one of the most dangerous jobs in America, right? Yeah. Uh, wild or or being a friend with the clintons <laughs> yeah yeah uh which by the way i shared it with you and i shared it with my brother i thought this was cool as hell uh so an old you would say if i would have called it a fringe conspiracy theorist because not even most conspiracy theorists knew about this i mean me i've kind of been one since high school and i didn't really hear about this till a few years ago of I was one before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't know. I always loved entertaining conspiracy theories. Like, I remember when I heard about 9-11 truthers. Like, I was starting to get kind of red-pilled by Glenn Beck and Ron Paul. And I was like, uh, yeah, maybe, but probably not. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm still right there with 9-11. But everything else, I'm like, probably so. Uh... Except for stuff like moon landing and, and stuff like that. But with uh, CNN article, my bad. One of the old ones was that there was much more to the Oklahoma City bombing than what we were told. Much more than just Timothy McVeigh and some other dude that's never mentioned wanting to blow up an IRS building and killing a lot of people. Like, there's much more to it. And one of the names that kept being brought up in that conspiracy theory was Terrence Yeeke, Uh he was a, it's either a cop or an ambulance driver. I think he's a cop. And he was like the first responder to the, the first one at the scene of the Oklahoma City bombing. Uh, pulled a bunch of, like, pulled the most bodies out. Uh, hometown hero, did a bunch of great things for the community. Uh, he never straight up said that there's a conspiracy or that, like, there's bad forces at play. But a lot of his answers to interview questions the next five days or you could, if you, and this sounds hokey, but if you listen for it, like it almost sounds like someone who's not just like, oh, the Timothy McVeigh's a bad guy and I, you know, we're here to help. It's like, there is a lot going on. Like, it's real. He was trying to be careful what he was saying. Yes. And it's like five days later, he's found hanging from a tree with, I believe, a shotgun wound to his chest or, or so. And the gun was never found and it was ruled a suicide. And there's like slashings on his arm and where he's drugged through the grass and a whole bunch of and that. Like you open that rabbit hole and go down it and you find a lot of other things that just don't. I'm going to go on the record now. And if. If there's ever, if I'm ever committed suicide, nope, 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 yeah. was framed, was... I got kids, I just can't, I just... I'm clumsy. It was like, <laughs> Accident? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, like, <laughs> tripped on a banana peel, like, smoked my, yeah, 100% plausible. The reason I bring this up is, like, this has always just been, 
like one of those internet holes where you find a lot of yeah, you got several of them internet holes. You do <laughs> just go in there and wiggle around, see what's in there. Uh, but no, like you'll find a lot of sourced and cited facts, but it's like this never comes up anywhere else outside of this corner of the internet. Well, CNN, like I believe just uh, two days ago, published a full article on Terrence Hickey. Was it actually a what all the mystery surrounding this first responder of the Oklahoma City bombing? And if you go through it, it's almost like the writer's been listening to some of the stuff I listened to. And I'm like, all right, this is one of two things, possibly other things, but in my mind, it's one of two so far. Either this story has gotten enough traction on the internet that for lack of a better, the, the corporate press feels the need to like give it some, give it some room. What's got to be terrifying to say, say these things are the conspiracies are like real, like right. the government that hypothetically, yeah. Hy- hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> Hyper hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, death wish coffee. Yeah. But, um, wow. How terrifying it must it be to them that now that how easily communities can find information, archives, and share it with each other, almost like a hive mind, where these things are now being questioned and more pieces. You don't just have the one guy in a basement with tons of papers strung out. You have like the whole... On one hand, you have a thousand dedicated CIA agents. On the other hand, you have a million nerds with autism. Yeah. <laughs> like, that just... You have one crack connoisseur going ham. Have you ever heard of Don't Mess With Cats? What I feel like you've told me this sounds... Maybe. I, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the show. I've heard about it other places. But I, I, if I'm being honest, I've never like sat down and watched the documentary. But it's one of these modern internet phenomena that... Uh, so there's this... like horrible human being that uh it's a netflix documentary but in this documentary there's a horrible human being who started making videos of himself like torturing killing cats and kittens and putting them on the internet you know awful right uh cops or government should do something about it they couldn't either didn't have time or it wasn't important enough to press on charge so in steps the autistic internet a bunch of cat lovers like psycho cat lovers yeah it's animals have more rights than a person now when it comes to people on the internet they will watch somebody get beheaded and but well, you you kick a dog and okay like admittedly yes you shouldn't be tortured fucking cats Merce. no i'm just what, saying but what, I'm not... odd moment to protest PETA. like these cats are being tortured to death damn tree hugging hippies i swear to god can't even beat a dog nowadays I stand by my statements. I'm not pro pro animal abuse, but I stand by my statements. Jesus that, Christ! That, well, no, it's the fact that people get more up in arms about an animal being hurt, I, which I, is bad, than a person I agree. being hurt. I, I agree. I agree. You should care more about a human being hurt, but still, yeah, yeah no. odd, odd timing. <laughs> my timing's never been well. No. <laughs> Anyways, in steps these like cat nerds that are like they start analyzing it on like such a deep level, like hold. 
start looking at the guy's room, start going like, hey, look at that electrical socket. That shade and color is only available in this. Anyways, they track the guy down and get him like imprisoned and stuff like that. That's, like, like that reminds, was it, you tell me about Shia LaBeouf. That's them, what I told you. Yeah, they're Shia tra- LaBeouf. Yeah, they, they tracked him down as he was trying to do his stuff and yeah. they, they found him in a field it, still. It, it was beautiful. Like what he switched. It started out with him protesting uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. And I think he bought, like, he bought or rented, like, a little space in New York that was, like, right by a main public road. And, like, it just had a camcorder and looking at it, like, and he's like, hey, if you want to protest Donald Trump, come stay in front of this camcorder that I'm leaving here running 24-7 on a live feed. And the internet just took advantage and started playing Hitler music and and doing everything revolting that you could in front of it. He ended up moving location like five or six times, different countries, uh, to try to get away from internet trolls. And by looking at stars and airplanes and listening for car sounds, they could find him every time. And Okay, like, uh, who did I just show you a Jinx video of before the, the Unabomber, the... Oh, you just said Uncle his name. Ted, Ted Kaczynski. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, Terrence Zeke. No, that's Terrence Zeke. No, Ted, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, who's Mister Industrialization and all that is terrible and need to mail, mail pipe bombs to everybody. Like he has some valid concerns about the progress of technology, but the other parts, like there are upsides, like all these nerds being weaponized in different ways, covering anything from cats being mutilated to Ohio. Palestine. Oh, I like, thought you were talking about the new Ohio. New Ohio? When, when oh, about? there's been a second train crash. Oh. With no Fork, no uh, Forks. The same company with hazardous materials. Norfolk Fork. Southern? Yeah, in Ohio. Get out of here. I forget what town it was, but yeah, yeah. it was just Ch- like last... Pause for a second. I really thought you were about to tell me about a new Ohio. No. Like well, a new... Well, by the time all this radiation Ohio gets Ohio's just going to move north. <laughs> it's No, it's growing a second Ohio. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, dude, I saw a really good, speaking of that, I saw an excellent short documentary by uh, Jake Tran. I can't uh, recommend him enough on YouTube. He's this little Asian fella who just does great, uh, I mean, he's American, but, you know, Asian. Uh, He does these great documentaries on everything from how money moves between weapons manufacturers and countries we're invading and gets back into their pockets to drug cartels to to dictators flipping money, whole bunch of crazy shit. But he finally did an expose on Norfolk Southern uh, that I tried getting you to watch, but I knew the attempt would be in vain. Is that what you sent me today? No, I didn't even send it to you today because you were just like, I want a tractor. You'll send it to me and I won't watch it. I'm like, all right, I'll talk about it tonight. You're learning. I yeah. Mean, I'm training you at this point. So I'll just pretty much give you the information of the video for the masses. Or you show here. up like right here before we do anything. You're like, here, you have to watch this. <laughs> Here's a boom box. I'm, holding, I'm wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, you wait until like, I've car. set my phone down and I can't do anything else. And it's like, okay, yes, I will watch your videos. So many Jinx videos. Uh, but no, so he... Help me out. What the hell did I just say? Something about an Asian tran. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which also now doesn't sound good. <laughs> Video title. <laughs> but, anyways, Jake Tran. Yeah, documentary, Norfolk Southern. I'm there. Bam, I'm back, baby. All right. So what he does, he like analyzes 
kind of where it started, the whole incident. And he, in a very meet Kevin-esque way, goes through a lot of the documentation, like from Norfolk Southern. Does his homework on it. Very much does his homework. And what the, the conclusion he comes to, so the wreck happened and there was a chemical spill. And like within a day, I believe, maybe two days, they decided to start burning it, right? They said that would be a controlled fire and that would be much safer than it leaking out everywhere. And he said, well, this was like a really interesting coincidence because, you know, if you actually had to contain the liquid and like, you know, make a big drainage ditch to like the buffered uh, flood zone and actually contain it like you're supposed to, he's like, that will take like weeks and weeks right there around that rail line and keeping it closed and no trains running. But if you clear the wreckage and set it on fire, trains can run again. Oh, yeah, you just rebuild the rails. And And every day the trains don't run, Norfolk Southern's losing money. Now, I I spitballed this because I, like, heard it a couple of weeks ago, and I said it a couple episodes ago. I was like, I think BlackRock owns most of Norfolk Southern. Checks out. I was right about that. Ding, ding, well, ding. I think BlackRock owns most of the, everything. Most of, like, the top 100 companies. Uh, them or Vanguard is another one that owns a lot. Um, and... Uh, the Saudi PIF, Saudi Arabia oh, is buying well, up like a ton. Yeah, they got Arab money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the, for, there's always been a part of me that's like, I think the United States is trying to drain them of oil before we drain ourselves. Because anytime I've heard a lot of conservatives go, why don't we just drill here right now? And I'm like, that does make the most sense unless we're like saving that for later. My, con- my conspiracy theory is that oil's not that scarce. And they're just saying it is diamonds. I mean, they've, 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 they've done it with other things. Uh, but no, so Jake Tran, sorry, Asian Tran, whatever. Uh, he like pretty much comes to discover not only does BlackRock own most of Nor- Norfolk Southern, they also own most of MSNBC and CNN. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. So the reporting on that could like go in different directions and not affect their bottom line. They can get trains moving through with all of like, and, like, they've had lobbyists, it's a mixed bag, because, like, on one hand, he said how the lobbyists argued that there should be a safer technology on the rail cars that's digital that checks the brakes instead of the workers doing it, because it'll be cheaper, and, like, the union stepped in and was like, no, the workers do it, and there was a... I've got, like, a double, I got, like, I don't know, I feel like unions are a double-edged sword. I think they're cool if they're nonviolent and don't force people to join them. I think when you get any club that has that requirement, that, that breaks those things, it goes retarded with power. Um, no, but so anyways, yeah, that whole thing in Ohio is, I, which I, I'm sure everybody listening, like it's a mess, obviously. Yeah, but like I said, but, another one of their trains. Uh, is now derailed again. Yeah. Was that hauling hazardous chemicals? Yep. Get out. Yeah, in another part of Ohio. I forget which city it was, but yep. Dude, it's, and like you, like, you know, I hear a lot of conservatives, like, say, I want the good old days of Walter Cronkite just shooting it straight and just telling us like it is. It's like, no, you would never hear of this stuff in those old days. They wrapped it up very tight. And Walter Cronkite, he was a puppet of the empire. Like, we have this vision of back then of... Think, now y'all got the bandit radio out. Now you got us and you got a shitload of other people. You got based-ass commies like Russell Brand going around talking shit. Yeah, that is wild. D- and that's why... 
I hear it's been like three conversations this week, and for once, me not bringing it up, but like conservatives just go like when they say the left, it's almost like they're grouping everybody together from it, it's it's the same thing when I Michael Miles said it best when someone calls Nancy Pelosi far left, it's like that's not anywhere near far left. That's like center 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 left. Uh, I mean, I know all the Fox News tells us. Far, so. In my opinion, far left doesn't have their natural hair color. Uh, far li- like here's the thing, even that like the real crazy woke shit. Ten years ago, wasn't a major wasn't even the hard left. Like a hard left is like an old school Bernie Sanders. That's like what you talking about lesbians and color? No, no, no. It's the rich and the poor. Like that's <laughs> like that's all it's ri- and maybe the blacks. Like <laughs> that's about all they really like diverge into. Uh, and it, it coincidentally, and that I've heard this thread amongst others, but it's something I really concur with. You know, we used to have the, I think I brought it up. We used to have Occupy Wall Street that said like, we're the 99% we're coming for you corporations. And the corporation said, oh shit, this left wing is a real threat to our bottom dollar, our bottom line. Let's throw some money at them. Pay for a pride parade. That'll keep them busy. Let's amplify this this small, tiny, radical section of leftism. Like, if if there's if there's a big chart of what is left wing, that like where this woke stuff comes from is a real small sliver in this big diagram. Right. And the reason I say that is because you got base people like Russell Brand and Jimmy Dore that are like, whereas. They don't like corporations making a profit, and they might not like a lot of private property, some things I disagree with them on. They're like, oh, no, Pfizer's taking advantage of our system and is, like, screwing us. It's like, oh, I think any most right-wingers I know would agree with that. Yeah, I've, I've heard, you know, because you, like, you talk about the shorts and the reels. I've seen some stuff pop up from him saying things, and I was like, never in a million years would I have thought I had just agreed with Russell Brand on something. I think it's turning in. Like, don't get me wrong, you know, He'll have a great big spiel of where I agree with like ninety percent of what he's saying. He'll be like, you know, the 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 internationalists and the big banks are out to get us, and they're all just trying to get us into the military industrial complex to take our money and fatten their wallets. And I'm like, yes, yes, check mark, check mark, check mark. He goes, and if only more of us could vote about it, we could do. It. I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 hold the pump, the pump, the brakes, because I think voting got us into this mess, but. What he's talking about isn't necessarily like even how we have our voting system. How I understand it from really far left wingers is like, no, no, no. Like you and your county will vote on things with you and your county and y'all leave it, leave the rest of the world the hell alone. I'm like, that's, that's closer to what I believe than I don't like the voting part, but I'm like, that's. I like it being local. I like it. Like, there's a lot of aspects. must conquer Manatee County. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good, good freaking luck. Uh, dude, Manatee County. God bless it. Like, the old school Manatee people I meet, like, I, there's a grit to them that's the special, like, old school Florida cracker, but on a beach vibe. Uh, that's how I bought my lawnmower from. But, dude, the new, like, the new Manatee County, that's just like, trash that's flowed in from the north <laughs> ooh, ooh! like whenever you see a pic in florida of like some chick with an ankle monitor on like trying to step into a jacked up truck that's got weed smoke blowing out of it 
good chance that's Bradenton, Sarasota area, or Duval. Duval's got a lot of hot spots. Or Miami. It's like a nice triangle. Lakeland. Kind of I four Basically, if you just take, you can basically just go down ninety Jacksonville ninety five. <laughs> you can do a white trash Daytona, tour in Florida. Yeah, the I four. We're saying this I four is- across to Orlando to Tampa, and then you take seventy five back down to Sarasota Bradenton. Boom, boom. The irony is not lost on us that we are Arcadians saying this. I mean, anytime we make the news, it's bad. We survive hurricanes. <laughs> Yes, kind of. Let us let be at the claim to fame, not the fair shooting we just had a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah, <clears throat> oof. By the way, me and my daughter went like we were like, hey, let's go have like a good fair memory and like go to the Lee County Fair over the weekend. And I paid a hundred dollars to stand in line for four hours. It was insane. But we had gone like four or five rides. Like it was fun and awesome. Like spending time with my daughter and her little friend, who a fun little shithead. But uh. I went and walked around the pioneer days. I will say this. So like, I'll just ask you, describe the general crowd at the DeSoto County Fair. And I don't mean the livestock crowd. I mean the... Okay, yes. A lot of Mexicans. A lot of Mexicans. Um, <laughs> but like, all right, describe the white people you see. Tip, the ones you don't know. I would, I would say it's kind of a mixed bag. I would say it's you got a lot of high school kids. Okay. You got some high school kids, and then I'd say it's it's then it's a dead, then it's then there's no middle ground. I would say you've either got kind of like a trashier crowd, or you've got like the upper, like the upper crowd that's there doing like their fair stuff, the the steers, the the buyers, auction stuff. When you say white trash, I'm talking adults wearing pajamas to the fair and bringing yeah, like bunny like rode there on a bicycle and bunny slippers. I can handle so You know, to me, it, yeah, bunny slippers. Okay, that completes the picture. Yeah, there's like so much. I went to the Fort Myers Fair in Lee County, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a look at this crowd. And I'm like, y'all look better than us. <laughs> y'all just, y'all look like y'all have y'all shit together. It's just so, a normal family yeah, outing. It really, really is. I'm like, everybody looks like I don't see any super obese people. I, like a couple, but not like, not like ours. <laughs> They go they go over the fair for like a funnel cake as a treat. Yeah, not, not just like not their groceries. Not funnel cakes. Oh, no, 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 no. We got corn dogs at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh hell. Uh, so I don't know what. Wow, we went from uh, stocks. We're and getting fed a Wawa to, now though, so we are moving on up in the world. Are we getting a Culver's too? Yes, that's cool. Um, I just missed this like a place to get like a milkshake or ice cream. I miss having a diner that was we used to have something called a clock the clock it was open 24 7 and i think most of my times were there about at about 2 a.m 2 a.m and you are hammered drunk and there is a uh, table right next to you full of state troopers officers and there's just this kind of unspoken truce Respect. It's just at the co- like I'm we gonna- know why you're here but at least you're getting coffee yeah like <laughs> i'll get coffee and sober up go to hell home and it was like they don't say that but they do it with their eyes and, and then like, it's the Awkward waiting for them to leave first. <laughs> I always had the, if I don't look at you, you can't see that I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll look at the window the Disregard whole time. Disregard my buddy eating the crayon, but. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, dude. All right. One other thing I I felt like uh, was some pretty pertinent news that came up. Uh, old Tucker, messy hair himself, uh, released some of the January 6th tapes. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know what's been more interesting, watching them or watching the reaction. Uh, that's That's been 
first, like... I, I know it's a good thing when Mitch McConnell's upset. Let me say this. Let me give the devil his due. Oh, wait. Hang on. It's always great when child murderers are upset. That's the chef's kiss. Well, let's say the... Let me give the left as much, like, of a solid place to stand as I can. When I say the left, I mean, like, the shit libs that look at it as an attack on our democracy. Uh, we... There were people that day who seemed like in some of the counter footage I've seen, seemed pretty violent. I've seen like three or four things where it's like somebody, like a crew of them. Like, you put me in a crowd of people, I'm going to be violent. Not uh, for against uh, the government, just because I don't like people. <laughs> Get away! <laughs> Leave my personal space! Yeah. No, but like, it was like I saw, it seems like one group, like kind of beating an officer. Not kind of. It really seems like they are beating an officer. Uh, so one guy got damaged pretty hard. Uh, they smashed some windows uh, and all that. And that's not, ex- it's not excusable to sit there and hurt people that aren't doing anything to you. I just like, it's been three years and we're still like, just, it's still the worst thing since Pearl Harbor. <laughs> well, not only that is it, we're just now getting like some videotape yeah. stuff. I got it's. And it's like, so like, so let me get done steel manning their position. Cause I'm, I'm trying to do that outside of some violent actors that were there. Definitely. Like I've seen the tapes of some people being violent. Overwhelming majority of them are just riled up rednecks that aren't being violent. They might be being excited. They might be chanting some shit. Uh, they might be having yeah, anything along those lines. However, when you see them using the velvet ropes and no one has a firearm, not what, like if this is an insurrection, no one brings a gun. Yeah. Uh, not only that, the video comes out today, Tucker uh, Carlson has released some of it, where the shaman, like the the picture of the damn January 6th. That guy's weird. Nobody, I don't think anybody's claimed that guy. No, yeah, but I mean, even then he's like, being showed around by cops and be given a tour. And like at the video I saw, like they're standing beside him while he's looking at papers and he's like, Oh, look like, oh, not even like at a Congressman's desk. I'm talking he's about like, like at one of those kiosks. That you yes. Are here. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a kiosk or something. He's like, Hey, what do you think about this pamphlet? And the cops like, Oh no, no, I hate pamphlets or whatever the cop says. And, uh, and you know, if and something that wasn't broadcasted very much, did you see where I believe it was the FBI was questioned during the January six hearings? Did you ever see that? No. Where they asked them, do you have any uh, internal agents oh, who, I didn't who, have yeah, subver- yeah. who have subverted or infiltrated the crowd at January 6th and led them like to do anything? And every single time, we can't answer that in the, answer- in the interest of national security. It's like, that's a yes. That's a yes, you did have plants in there. And another one that like I just I have not heard a good defense for is this Ray Epps. Not Ray Epps, that's an actor. Roy, Roy, you know who I'm talking about? The big barrel-chested guy who kept, go, like, the day before the rallies? There's multiple videos of, I'm really close to his name. It's not Ray Epps, but it's something really close. He's wearing a MAGA hat, big barrel-chested guy. He goes, we're going to go up to the Capitol, and we're going to storm inside and show him we mean business. And, like, the people videotaping him are like, shut up, you're a fed. Oh. You're a fed, and like he's like, no, I'm not. We're gonna we're gonna go up there. We're gonna get our hands on them. We're gonna everyone else around him's like, 
no, we're not putting our hands on anybody. We're not like, you're a fed trying to incite violence. And this guy has been brought up at these hearings. And they're like, we have no comment on him. And it's like, I saw another video. I don't know if it was from January 6th or not, but it's all these guys, like guy jean, these guys are in like jean shorts, like the clean shaven head and like the hats on. There's they're people, glowing. Yeah. The people like walk by and they're calling them out. They're like, just so they just look so out of place. And it's, uh, it's what, oh, that must be scary as shit to be an undercover cop. You know what? Like, I was, what was I watching the other day? Speaking of ATF last week, it was some, like, true crime thing that, shorts, of course. He's like, I'm going to tell you how I went undercover into the Hells Angels. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. And he goes, I was working for the ATF. I'm like, go screw yourself. Let the Hells Angels be swiping up. (laughs) Going to the next one. How dare you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They give children bicycles on Christmas. (laughs) And also, you know. Also, they keep showing dogs on Twitter of like, come to the ATF dog show. I'm like, is the irony not lost on you? I've used, I've said that for the third time tonight. Shit, I'm getting tired. Um, but I mean, they're good at teaching dogs new tricks. Like, stay. And, and by the play way, dead. In in case I sound like like a psychopath, because I know I know to like the the blue pill person or the person that still believes the like, FBI what, agent that listens to this yeah, show. That dude is like, what do you mean making like our, let, let me put it in their words, our democratically elected officials. Why, why would you want the people's chosen representatives like scared out of their mind? And like, but you know, sure. They get some things wrong here and now here and there, but they're working with the people's best interest. They're doing humanitarian things like in Ukraine. And, Here's like, I just want to go down this. Any time that you believe we are doing it for humanity, like, like if you believe we're doing an intervention, the, the, the federal government is, whether it's domestically or internationally for uh, noble reasons, if you think like there's a humanitarian intent, like, oh, these poor people in this region are being prosecuted, we're going to use the might of the American people, all their tax money we collect, to go in there and solve this problem. Yeah, and Afghanistan's that, doing great since we left. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I think a lot of us started getting woken up during Iraq and Afghanistan. Like, me, I think me, when Iraq started, I was like, bomb them to hell. Yeah, man, this is going to be fun. We're just killing terrorists. And it's like, it's like Call of Duty. And then you start digging deeper into it. And you're like, oh, God, stuff of nightmares. Are we the baddies? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think we might be the bad guys. Not we. Me and you didn't do that shit. Well, yeah, yeah. But I think on the world stage, we might not be the good guys. The gang that rules us. And like, here's here's what I want to break down. This really start. I know this goes as far back to the early 1900s. That's my like 100% starting point when I'm about to tell you this starts as Smedley Butler, the most decorated Marine in history, if I've talked about him, comes out and just flat out says this. And he's like, you don't get the size of a racket this is. This just ain't like some general is getting paid like a million dollars or something for, for introducing some gun or some weapon that was like introduced by a weapons manufacturer. Like we all know about the weapons manufacturers getting paid for what they're selling to Ukraine or what they're selling to the military or whatever. It's on such a scale, even bigger than that. I believe we currently have, I think the last number I said, I don't know. I might be awful on this. I think it's 280 American bases around the world. 
the people, the amount of money that goes into those bases, forget paying the soldier to be there. Forget his yearly salary. The amount of money our federal dollars pay to Taco Bell to have a fucking restaurant there. The amount of money they pay to Michelin. I'm just, I don't know if specifically Michelin, but a tire manufacturer to make all the tires for that base. And when their tires start showing a little, and I've heard this from like army guys when that were in deployment, when their tires start showing a little bit of tread or they get like a flat, it's, they get retired. (laughs) Dude, not just the tire. Like the whole, like, screw this machine, get a new one. Because it's on the public tax dime. And the company's just pumping them out because it's buying it up. And, like, the amount of money that is being made off of bloodshed. Off of ripping humans limb from limb all around the world. You know what? Devils, like, playing devil's advocate, some of them probably deserve it, I'm certain. Like, there's probably some dudes that get blown up by a Predator drone missile that, like, killed a lot of innocent people, sure. The numbers ain't adding up on, like, like the innocent bystanders versus the guilty people we're going for. And so, like, any time, like, you know, when, when this Ukrainian war started, it was all, like, all you heard about was the brave Ukrainian fighters that are out on the front line. And like, don't get me wrong. They are right. There are like brave men and women and what the fuck ever's in the Ukrainian army fighting on the front lines that believe in noble causes. I probably like agree with them a lot on a lot of things. I'm not belittling them. But when the corporate press specifically and the Pentagon and the Department of Defense and the all of the federal government and American empire entities say, we care about these people, know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, they are full of shit. They are lying through their teeth. And, like, my proof of this is evident. Our, it's like me with gardening. It's, <laughs> it's about money. It's about the money, dude. Like, and I've talked, I talked to my dad one time about this. And I, I remember he was talking about, like, he's totally red-pilled on Vietnam. And it's so crazy to hear him talk, because he he got he stayed out of that one. He, he was like, should have been drafted. And he wasn't a draft dodger, but he just got out of it, like, miraculously. Yeah. There's buckshot in my face, sir. I don't know if I want any more in it. Uh, Daddy did one semester of college. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't blame him. Uh, but, well, he, he never got drawn up anyways, uh, but I think he was, somehow he was at the back, but he still went ahead and, College. But, like, when you look at the microcosm of Vietnam, just, like, in a, in a vacuum, like, take out all the other things. Like, stuff like the same companies that sold the weapons to our soldiers on the front lines, the main, I can't remember the company's names, but the one that owned, might have been the majority of who made the, the M16 or the M4 or something. I, I can't remember. They also got contracts after the war was over to rebuild the roads and rebuild. So it's like, oh, not not only did I get paid to blow your country to shit, I'm going to get paid to build it back up. And you little... So you know they blew it up extra good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they also allowed uh, Viet Cong to take uh, uh, American arms depots because they knew the Americans would have to order more guns. Like, mm. like, dude, like the amount of not giving a shit about human life these people are capable of is, is astounding. The biggest one of all, the biggest one that should just notify you about how the game is played. I might have told it on here. It's whenever uh, 
who was the president during Vietnam? Uh, the one that president during most of it. Johnson? Johnson. Johnson. He, so like, it was after Kennedy's death, and he was president, and he was coming up for re-election, and he was pretty much told, like, we we got to pull out. Like, this is an, <laughs> uh, man, I didn't. <laughs> but this is an unwinnable war. We got to go out. And he said, like, it's, I think this was like uh, in January or February he got this news. He said, well, listen, no president has ever won a re-election losing a war. So we will continue to send men to their deaths by the thousands, throw them into a meat grinder and something we know we cannot win in order for me to keep my job in eight months. For eight more months, we got to keep just sacrificing humans to this machine and I get to keep my... I'm already rich. Yeah. I'm already, like, got more money than the average person could think of. But this power, this is mine. And I'm keeping, like, dude. <laughs> so yeah, take, I can see him getting Kennedy whacked. Dude, not just that, but, like, so anytime I hear, oh, the Ukraine, I'm just using the Ukrainians as the latest example. Oh, the poor Houthis in... Wait, is it Houthis in China? Who was who was in Afghan? Who was in Afghanistan or Iraq? We were like, no, these people are the American ally of the Middle East. Uh, it's just like the Contras. <laughs> it's like the. It's not the Turks. It's something. Shiites. It's not Shiites. It's the Kurds. Kurds. That's it. The Kurds are <laughs> You're about just making up word like sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's something. <laughs> oh, it's something. Allah, Allah, Abdul. Uh, but, uh, no, like the Kurds are about to get genocided if we don't spend all this money on weapons and everything else. It's like I haven't heard about the Kurds in years. Yeah, they conveniently don't mention. Whenever you could, you could throw a dart at a globe and you'll land on a place where where there's a freaking genocide going on. They just don't put the cameras on that spot because it's not productive. So I'm, I apologize if I come off, if, if you have the impression I'm a psychopath that's laughing at these blood-soaked monsters on January 6th being scared of some white trash Trumpers QAnons that showed up to the White House to look around. But like, if they really were scared, and that's like legit photos of them like on their knees worried... Ain't that just a like just a one day of a little bit of justice? I did like the fact that they were so scared they put up all the fences after yeah. and they've got to be like behind they're behind the iron curtain. Yeah. And it's like if government comes from the consent of the governed, I just like I no longer consent. And it's just it, and now how you figure out how to put that in action is the rest of it. But I think if you a, a big slice of that is getting enough people to just like kind of verbally say, I don't you work for us. No. Well, hang on. All right, I know it's getting late. Dave Smith has like one of the best jokes in the world about this. And it's uh, they don't work for us. They've never worked for us. No. Like if, if you think like the police, Dave Smith has this joke. If you think the police work for you. Just go up to a group of cops and start bossing them around. Just start telling them what to do. See, if they work for you, see what they do when you start bossing them around. Yeah. He's like, actually, you know, if someone works for you, that's because you're deciding to pay them. Right. What cops do is take your money without fucking asking you <laughs> before you ever see it. And then they say, you're going to do what we tell you to do. Or we're going to throw you in a cage and have somebody else decide what to do with you. 
This isn't fun anymore. Yeah, more red pills all around everybody. And hey, like, I'm not saying that in of itself is the system. I'm not taking like a snapshot of any personal cop I know, but it's just that's the nature of the system. Anyways, guys, it's late as shit. I gotta get up actually at like 4.30 and go get on a tractor before the sun comes up so the dew doesn't, so I don't burn the grass when I fertilize. There's still dew on the ground. It's good for it. Everything. Y'all, y'all get you, what I'm, you do you. Y'all know what I'm saying. Anyways, guys, first of all, thank y'all for listening. This is cool as shit. We're getting over like 100 listeners an episode. That, that's neat. That, we're going to try to keep it real. Maybe a little bit less on the gruesome animal violence we talked about. Yeah, we got those stories out of the way. We so did. There's no we, need to retell we, them. The therapy is complete. Um, nature is metal. You will see that deer in your uh, dreams. Uh, yeah. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but anyways guys thank y'all for listening uh follow us on twitter at the bandit radio hour on everything else youtube uh rss feed spotify rumble in case youtube cancels us for the gory horror <laughs> gory horror do they let some weird shit on youtube and us just screwing around in my yeah head. but we're gonna anger PETA. so solid point anyways guys hopefully we see y'all next week take it easy stay classy san diego